0: Welcome back to Cinema Gems, and as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find us, yes, video stores still exist, even in the rain that is happening right now. Of course, guys, as always, I am your host, the Admirable Admiral, and also there's a very lovely, scared two doggos next to me. You have the Honorable Tesla, and the Fantastic Miss Frida, and of course, that disembodied voice is of course the very... Verily, highly sought after illustrious butt maestro himself how's it going buddy
1: i'm supposed to stay quiet during the intro but like how can i stay quiet when you have two adorable puppers who are being scared of the rain it's just i, I love the dogs so much i miss them i'm so happy admiral that we're both uh almost fully vaccinated we're we're almost to the point of being able to record again both in the uh, the video store but uh, hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes cinema adjacent things like video games and TV shows. And uh, this is a special week because this is the Admiral's birthday week. Everybody, it's my birthday week.
0: <laughs> it's my birthday week. That's exactly what it is. Which of course means that he got to pick the uh, movie. which I, which apparently to you, you always say, "Well, it's your show, so you could pick it." And I was like, I always feel bad. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this. Okay, But this week I'm like, oh fuck no I don't feel bad at all for this shit My fucking birthday week My fucking
1: birthday You should never feel bad about your movie suggestions Because A, they're not nearly as bad As mine sometimes are uh, Like The Last Airbender And B We have similar tastes Mm -hmm. in movies But like i think we've both seen movies that the other person hasn't and nine times out of ten when one of us recommends a movie to the other that the other hasn't
0: seen we both end yeah. up loving it um and also on your birthday week you get to pick obviously like always
1: yes
0: um but this movie That being
1: said speaking of of yeah so this was after you made me watch steve jobs before you made me your recurring co-host... These
0: were the two tests, by the way. Uh, I think right, this was... Steve Jobs was a right, test. Right
1: after we met. Right after we met. You gave me the DVD of Steve Jobs and told this me Steve to watch it. it's
0: a Blu-ray? It's a Blu-ray.
1: Sorry. And then you gave me the DVD of Interstate 60. And I liked Steve Jobs. I loved this one. Right?
0: <laughs> this is...
1: Oh, God, I'm so happy we're finally reviewing this. Hell of a pick for your birthday week.
0: So, it came out in 2002. It is on Prime right now. It is also known as Interstate 60, but it also has a subsidiary tagline that's not on the DVDs at all, but on the streaming service and when it's when the title screen comes up, Ep- uh, Interstate 60 Episodes of the Roads, which is a really weird tagline, yes. but I get what they're going for. But I get it.
1: I get it. I get what they're going for because the the movie does feel like episodes in a miniseries. It it feels like it feels like webisodes. There is is what it really is. There is one
0: scene where I'm like, eh. You were just trying for that one. Like like there there I'll I'll let you know what scene I'm talking about where I'm just like, eh. But first of all we start off with Neil Oliver. It's his birthday, which is even better. Um that he, you know, is a.
1: Actually, hang on. We don't start
0: with. Oh, Neil we don't. Oliver. We start with a. We start that Neil
1: Oliver with does these two the, guys. Vo- the voiceover
0: for. Uh, and these yes. two guys have a have a, theolo- a uh, kind of a, a. Sorry, a imagine. philosophical discussion, which goes back to what me and Thor would have conversations about. So this really hits me, whenever. I see. I yeah, see this like, scene, and me and him would discuss stuff like this.
1: Every culture has their boogeyman, and but
0: the no, as no, as they we d- know. they have a person that grants no. wishes. They have there a per- you go. they have each culture has a person that grants wishes. So, like, I'm not saying me and Thor had this, this same discussion, but we had discussions somewhere like this. So it kind of hits me when I watch this m- movie because I'm like, oh, that's that's me and Thor. That's me and Thor, but. Uh, so basically, uh, there's a gentleman, who is not known, uh, walks up and goes, there is such a creature, it ain't the devil, and it ain't, uh, Santa Claus. Um, I, I don't know why guy. I gave him a country bumpkin accent, but, that's what I'm going with. And he talks about how... Wayne Robinson,
1: yes, by the way, his name is Tolbert, aka Deep Stomach.
0: Uh, and he talks about O.W. Grant, uh, about how the, kind of the... <laughs> i guess the mythology of his character is better than he is how he his dad was a leprechaun and apparently leprechauns are notorious skirt chasers and he goes and knocks himself a up a uh a native american from the cheyenne uh tribe i believe i think so
1: um I do not remember the exact... I think it was the Cheyenne. I don't want to get it. I think it was the
0: Cheyenne. But he did say... Uh, he did not say Native American. Uh, he's, he said the other word. Um, and uh, and so he talks about how he, now you have an immortal half-breed that hates, uh, that hates the white man. Like, kind of thing. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Is that how we start it off? And then I love how he's like, but I think you should leave him out of your thesis that you're going to write... And I love how they just both laugh and walk away. And the side is two for be- two for one night, like one be- uh, uh two beers for one dollar. And I guess it's like, hey, I guess it's everybody's uh, full of shit night too. And I'm like, wow, what a fucking dick like this guy. Uh, and so then we start with New Oliver, uh, who lives in St. Louis. Um, the musical choice is a little strange. Like, it felt like it was only made for that insert and never anything else. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we.
1: Am I crazy or are we skipping another scene? Does the Michael J. Fox scene
0: come before. Uh, oh, Dana no, Morrison you're right. Or not? Sorry. You are right. Jeez, this guy. I'm um, actually me twice in a row. Sorry, only because I
1: just watched it. I just watched it last night. It's still very fresh in my brain. And I very distinctly. This was GLaDOS's first time watching this movie as well. And I was curious what she was going to think about it. And this scene in particular made us both laugh out loud. The Michael J. Fox scene where he's an angry lawyer or something. He he wants to sell or some shit. He
0: could be a a fucking stock market person. Stocks,
1: I guess. Yeah, he gets out of his car and uh, we meet Gary Oldman's character for the first time. We meet O.W. Grant for the first time is the only reason I didn't want to skip this scene, because this is the scene where his pipe, the, mo- the you know, the monkey's jaw, wow. if you will. Okay. Oh. That's why I love this character so much, because, yeah, he's the leprechaun, yeah, he's, like, he that, that little bit of Native American inspiration, you can easily see just from him using kind of a twist on the term monkey's paw. Because his wishes are a monkey's paw. They're, you know... Be careful what you wish for, and that's such a recurring thing throughout this movie. Say what you mean, mean what you say, which we'll get to that later. But yeah,
0: I'm no, so go ahead. No, you, I know you I like just this scene. I don't want to skip over these you like very important scene, so go Talk about it.
1: But yeah, Michael J. Fox acting like a total asshole uh, hits O.W. Grant with the with the, uh, hit the the door of his car. And says, man, I wish this never happened. This is all you mean. This is so terrible. I wish this never happened. Are you sure? Yes, I wish this never happened. He turns back time, doesn't hit his car. Michael Day Fox steps out of the car and gets fucking run over by a big rig. It was oh, a dump truck. Oh, it's so great. Okay.
0: I'm <laughs> um, actually um, you. Haha. Ha. How does it feel? Thank you. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so we basically get this point where he's like, and I love how he's like he he says it and he's like you got it, Mr. so and so, and he just looks at us, "What did you say?" What did you say?
1: I I just love that this movie doesn't wait very long to demonstrate the power of this weird person who we've already heard about first thing in the movie and we know they're going to be a pivotal plot point throughout the movie. And I love that the movie gives us very early on, literally second scene, the best possible demonstration and also
0: uh for people that are like whoa uh michael j fox yes uh this was when he had uh when he was like early diagnosis of parkinson's um and this is also uh i think directed and written by bob gale who is half of the creative team of back to the future so i'm pretty sure having christopher lloyd and michael j fox they were just like hey can i Uh, can i have a favor can you guys come in on my movie that makes sense um, now. And so then we get to we get to Neil Oliver at this time, right? We, we get to him. We we get to Neil Oliver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now now I think we finally we get to get Neil to Oliver and it's his birthday. Um and his uh he's an artist um and I love that he goes on yesorno.com or I'm sorry, majordecision.com. And his girlfriend at this point, I swear to god, she looks like Curdy fruit. Freddy Krueger's bitch cuz she looks like she's wearing green and red mini skirt like all ensemble red and green was like are you Freddy Krueger's daughter? Are you Freddy Krueger's bitch? Like what the fuck? Her character is the antithesis of my past relationship and I'm pretty sure a relationship that's you that you had you've had past. But it's like Oh yeah. the antithesis of like shut up just shut up! Just shut up! Shut up! I'm sorry.
1: No, I, I, I
0: get it. I, get I had it to get right. it out there. And you're absolutely right. Like that was the one thing where I was like, I gotta, I'm just gonna go in and take that bull by the horns and put it in the ground right away. Like that's it.
1: Look, the the write, the writers of this movie knew that they had a monumental task of making James Marston's character likable while also leaving his family including his girlfriend to pursue this girl that he's seen in dreams and billboards and shit like it's a weird adventure he's about to go on and the writers have a lot of hard work in terms of still making him likable still making him relatable how do you do that make his current girlfriend and family a bunch of dicks except Except for for his
0: sister sister. except for his sister
1: who is as far as we can tell, the only remotely supportive person in yes. his life. Which
0: they could be twins, or they may be twins. It's never established. It says younger sister, but I um, we they look we, similar in age. We,
1: we we both have younger siblings, and we can both relate to being very close to your younger yep. sibling.
0: Um, and uh, so you know, so so he's like, oh, well, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go to uh. We're gonna go to lunch with my family. Don't mention that I didn't get into the uh I didn't get into the, the thing because apparently he can tell a rejection weight a rejection letter by weight. And I love By weight. And I love that his girlfriend just goes, Well you're the wrong sex, the wrong color, the and I'm like, are you reading like are are did you just get the script and you're just like this, this, she's, this? She's
1: she's being facetious,
0: she's she's it's being like,
1: facetious. And I kind of I kind of like the bit I kind of like the gag because it's completely sarcastic yeah. it's completely just like oh poor uh wealthy white kid from a wealthy family you have it so hard and then I love
0: how she's like take a drag off this and he doesn't hashtag first world pro and he doesn't he doesn't grab a he doesn't he doesn't take a smoke which I'm glad that his character is that honorable I
1: Am I crazy for thinking that it was a little bit vague in this scene, whether that was a tobacco cigarette or... Uh-huh, oh, you a mean a wacky cigarette. tobacco?
0: They never specify. They yes. never specify. They never
1: specify that you think they purposely leave yes. it vague like
0: that? They purposely leave it okay. ambiguous because it can be left up to your interpretation. Um, so he goes to okay. he goes to uh, lunch with his family, and he's wearing a Spider-Man tie. Uh, by the way, did you catch the X Men reference when he was looking at his X Men comic books? I did. I,
1: I did. He was looking at his X Men comic books and he was reading a Cyclops exactly. comic, which is very appropriate because I believe right after
0: well, or before because X Men came out in ninety nine, and then I think X 2000... no, two came out in two thousand. No, I'm sorry. X Men came out in two thousand one. X Men two came out in two thousand three or four. And Three then X-Men 3 came out in 2007. Yeah. So it's like, so he did yes. this either before or right after.
1: We don't talk about X-Men 3 The Last Stand unless it is in reference to Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Or
0: Vinnie Jones breaking the internet.
1: I mean, yeah, the not. Duggerna- Look, there are some, the casting in that movie is great. The directing and writing. Brett Ratner! We'll get there Brett Ratner. another time. Yeah, I know. I know. The rat. No.
0: Um, what? Well, okay, so let's get back to Interstate 60. So, he's, so, he's, so yes,
1: you nice know, they ways.
0: cut everything off. And I love... Uh, so, most voiceovers I don't like. But this, it actually feels like he cared doing the voiceover. So, it feels genuine. It feels like you're really inside of his head.
1: It, it feels like, from the very beginning, you are being told a very deliberate story by A very specific person. This is voiceover used as a storytelling device, correct? Done right. Uh, m- most of the time in movies, it's blatantly misused. They use multiple people for the voiceovers, the, it comes in in inconsistent times. There's a time and place to use voiceover in movies and in TV shows. Interstate 60, in my opinion, and also right, from the very And beginning.
0: also, uh, to piggyback off what you said it actually says it actually he actually feels genuine about it like like you said most voiceovers are just like yeah i'm reading what this says right here i yeah it's not it's
1: not gal gadot in uh the snyder correct Court of Justice which
0: i have not seen and probably will not see um but yeah so if you're gonna watch it oh, hour okay. Time. okay i'm not watching it um i'm not watching it i didn't like the first movie <laughs> it's okay
1: i i didn't either and that's why i i started to watch this one because i heard from everyone and their mom that this was infinitely better than the first one so i checked it out and like i'm not feeling it there are some things that are a little bit better there are also some things that are significantly worse it's just anyway interstate 60
0: it's cool uh Sorry, so, so you know, he, he has his birthday And uh, he goes for a wish And I love how he's like, what'd you wish for? Oh, I can't say that And I love how O.W. Grant is just his waiter And he's like, I'm gonna just fuck with awesome. you, bro He's like, you should put it out there Because you know why? It'll make it happen And I love how he goes, I love his his answer Is something, as an adult I totally agree with his character Like, as an adult Lost in the world, yeah. it's like I just want an answer Just want an answer to anything. And I love I love how O.W. Grant's like he just kinda like shakes his head. I love I love the nuances that Gary Oldman does in this movie, and his fucking American accent is great. This is
1: such an underappreciated Gary Oldman. What about his red
0: hair? Which is
1: I I think everything about I love everything about O. W. Grant and Gary Oldman's portrayal of him. I understand why this is an underrated character of his because he has a long history of amazing characters. Whether you're talking about Sirius Black from the Harry Potter movies, Winston Churchill, uh, his Dracula, Winston Churchill. He is an amazing actor. He has a long history. John Baptiste of character acting. Zorg. Oh my god, one of my favorite characters of all time. Some would argue that I'm getting
0: dangerously close to the Zorg hairstyle. If you um, do, I will let you know. I will I will break into your house and shave it off. Just letting you know. That.
1: <laughs> no, the good thing is I have a beard, not just the little soul patch. I'm just patch
0: letting you know, if you get to that point, I will break into your house and shave it off. Not the soul patch.
1: No, so Gary Oldman... I mean, I'm I'm hoping, I'm assuming that our listeners... Are well aware of Gary Oldman's long career, and if you haven't heard of this character before, that's okay. It's because Gary Oldman has a long career of other amazing characters. Air Force this One. This character deserves to be on that list. Hundred percent. Air Force JFK. One.
0: JFK. He plays Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, we can go on and on and on. But like you said, if
1: am, am I smelling a Gary Oldman month in the future? We already have
0: a couple of months Possibly. ready in the in the back burner possibly
1: I know we can put it on possibly. the list though
0: all right but that's besides the point Gary Oldman month will come eventually <laughs> uh, but okay so let's get on so basically he uh, they go outside and his dad gives him a red convertible and boasts about how hard it was to find a fire engine red color um, has plates on it that says take it you can take it to the bank and basically buys him the gift that he his himself his father wants. Not his son, his himself, the, his father who gave him the gift.
1: And this, maybe this was just relatable to me, but I, I, I have a feeling that this scene in particular is very relatable, not just you and I, but a lot of people have had significant others in their lives, whether it be family members or uh, significant others or friends or whatever, that when they... Try to buy gifts for them when they try to show affection. It comes across as shallow because the person buys something that they would want, not something that you
0: exactly. Would want. And that's why I'm so like. hard to shop for for gifts. Is because and when I was younger and when I was you know a little bit you know older, people I would tell people what I would want and they would buy me other things around it and I'm like that's, that's not what I want. So I, so I buy my own stuff to make myself happy, but now being in a healthy relationship and having healthy relationships with my friends, they know what to buy me without telling, without me telling them.
1: Now, now, for, for our listeners, what would you say, what one factor, because I know we both know the answer to this, what one factor would you say makes that relationship healthy?
0: Communication.
1: Communication.
0: Communication.
1: Hundred percent communication. Let
0: people know what you want. Mean what you say. Say what you mean. As my dad said, and as Chris Cooper's character would say. Besides that, let's get on. Uh, So basically, he's he's looking at the convertible, and he's like, "Oh, it's great." And I love his voiceover. He's like, "And this, and this, and he's just like, and this, and this is what he wants. He wants it. Why is he giving it to me?" And as O.W. Grant puffs a green smoke into somebody who's painting on the side of a restaurant for some reason, (laughs) a bucket falls over. And the bucket is just a galvanized bucket. It's not that big. It's not a gallon. It looks like it's about, maybe it's a gallon. It doesn't look that big. It's not that big. Knocks him, hits him square on the head, and knocks him the fuck out. And I love the early 2000s. Somebody call 911. They pull out their brick phones and just dial 911. <laughs> uh, ends up in the hospital because he has. Did you have to watch. Hmm?
1: When you were in middle school or high school did you have to watch a little edu- emergency educational video where I don't know why I remember this so vividly but I remember a clip in, in this educational video that I had to watch in middle school where a bunch of kids go what's the number for 911
0: I think so I don't remember it's probably buried in the recesses of my brain but pop huh.
1: And it was another like 90s produced thing because they had uh, they didn't even have cell phones they went straight to a pay phone oh god remember pay for yes
0: they're still around that's how you (laughs) get out of the matrix bro that's how you get out of the matrix um so so he wakes up in the hospital and his sister brings uh yes uh, st louis's uh finest thin crust i believe yes um and so then you know she talks about how why is her dad why are their dad which admiral for the record for the record what is your preference? To be completely honest with you, to be particular? completely honest with you, it's either or. It's depending how I'm feeling that day.
1: I agree. For me, pizza is pizza, and sometimes in the mood I'm in the mood for a deeper dish, sometimes I'm in the mood for a thicker spongy crust, sometimes I'm in the mood but, for But a, like a, sometimes I make a,
0: a, a But a, if a I have a choice. Cool. But yeah, if I have a choice, calzones all the time.
1: I agree, and Glados would absolutely agree. Um,
0: well. so they're exactly. so easy to make. They're so, so, easy to make. Uh, so he wakes up, and his sister's like, "Hey, you know, why is your dad? Why is our dad being a dick, doing this, blah blah blah?" And he's like, "You should just tell him that you don't want to do the Bradford interview, which is the interview will set him up to be a lawyer, which that's what his dad is, but he doesn't want to be a lawyer." So he's like, "He's like, all right, you're right." So uh, she walks away. And uh, Christopher Lloyd's character shows up, and uh, he's like, "All right, we're gonna do a little, uh, a little memory test type of thing." Ray. Exactly. Ray. Not Doctor Ray, just Ray. Well, his his name tag says Doctor Ray. Are you sure?
1: I thought is it Doctor Ray? His his name in, his name throughout the movie is Ray. Yeah. you're right about that. But when we first meet him, he's in. What looks to be a you know kind of lime
0: green scrub doctors that doesn't sp- that doesn't mean that yeah. he is a doctor that character is a do- that character could be a doctor that he's playing to mess with Neil we don't know uh, Correct. but he basically Correct. does this little memory test game about how there are uh, black hearts and red spades and he's like you don't notice things you should notice things more often and if you take the test again you'll realize and he's just like the fuck. And I love, I love this weird transition where he like, oh, and then falls asleep and then wakes up, and he's just like, he's like, oh, hey, you got some more back there, and the guy's like, what are you talking about? Ray, there's no one here on the name Ray staff. That, I'm, listeners, I'm letting you know now, that is me and the butt maestro. After six hours of work, <laughs> when somebody asks us a question, we're just like, there's nobody named that. There's no one. There's no one there. <laughs> It's the end of your shift. It's the last five minutes. At Swapper Jackson, you're just like, I do not know the person you're talking of. I do not know. <laughs> and I do not know if he would like green eggs and ham. Or his name is Sam. I do not know. Um,
1: I'm laughing because everything the Admiral just said is 100% accurate. Oh, it's, it's, it's a fact. Uh...
0: 100% so, so then he goes back to, he goes to his job, which ironically works at a, a shipping,
1: a warehouse for a grocery store. A shipping, warehouse, shipping warehouse, warehouse
0: for grocery stores. Okay. This guy here that talks about high school, this guy peaked in high school. This guy peaked in high school,
1: obviously.
0: Oh, 100%. How he 100%. describes everything as high school is like, not everything's high school, dude. That's just fucking life, man. Like, I understand your thesis. I understand said, his thesis.
1: I understand his thesis, and I agree with it to an extent. And that's fine. But I also agree with what the other guy says, which is, it's all life is only
0: like high school if you make exactly. it. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's why that guy I picked in high school. And then you get Otis. A character I wish showed up more. I wish this character showed up more. Because I got... We all have our Otises at work. I saw a Reddit post where it was like, there's always an Otis, and there's always a Ralph. And Ralph is like in his mid-twenties, and Otis is in his early sixties. And somebody just posts, there's always an Otis. And I found my Otis at Swapper Jacks, and I immediately text him a picture of Otis and Neil talking. And he's just like... I gotta watch this movie now. I gotta watch Interstate 60. I was like, all right, Otis. Well, good. Exactly. It's on Prime. Um,
1: That's right, listeners. You can watch this movie on yes. Amazon Prime. Um,
0: uh, or if you know me or the butt maestro personally, we will let you borrow it. We'll get it too. We'll let you borrow it. And so he basically goes up with okay, I don't know how you thought about this beforehand. That makes up Admiral, we do work in a video store. Uh, that's run by the dogs. They're the CEOs. We're just the uh, the proprietors at the uh, video store. Um, well, I yes. don't know how you yes. felt yes. about this, but whenever I was younger, I wondered where things came from on the grocery store. I was like, ah, oh, where did this get? And I love Otis's conversation. It's oh, like, yeah. And those people will get up in the morning and not wonder how the hell the spaghetti got on the shelf. And he goes into this... Oh, no, I've, the I've always ...the explanation of the first time he met his wife. And it's so fucking beautiful. It's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful about how he's, like... And I just... I've thought to myself, it's like, that's that's how I... That's that's how I remember meeting Patron. There were thousands of people around, and I was like, I don't care about anybody else. I want to talk to her. Um, <laughs> and... Then... Uh,
1: he, I'll be honest, the first time we saw Otis in this movie, I fully expected him to be another magical, mystical person like Christopher Lloyd or uh, Gary Oldman.
0: Oh, okay, you didn't notice him from Die Hard 2? I, no, oh, like, okay. I All did.
1: Right. I'm just saying I expected Otis, the character, to be another well, magical person Well, I mystical. do
0: have something to combat that. I have a theory about that. Notice... That the he goes, hey, it's her. You you had dreams about her? Like, he points out her.
1: Oh, he sees the He points out her. Right.
0: The only other people that sees her is him, Chris Cooper's character, and I think Gary LW. Oldman's character. Those are the yeah. only three people. And from what we understand, only people that have been, I guess...
1: Down in can see this
0: Don't know But um, So he has a night job Which he wait He waits to He waits I'm assuming till 9am To call Which You worked the whole night shift bro Take a fucking yeah. Take a fucking nap Like So he yeah. calls and he's like No it's just there We've all had the con- like, We've all had, had this thing. conversation With somebody on the phone Where we know we're right We know we're right And it's like No it was just there It was right next to the billboard Blank it's not blank so then he goes back uh, in his red carvet and i love this guy this guy here not only is he an incompetent uh shipping worker but he also is a St. Louis Blues fan okay St. Louis mm-hmm. Blues hockey great i'm glad y'all won y'all Stanley Cup oh it's glad fine. y'all won okay. y'all Stanley Cup
1: sorry as someone who doesn't know shit about sports i didn't know what i'm,
0: team I'm glad y'all i'm glad y'all like this, I'm glad y'all got the Stanley Cup that's great but flyers all the way just letting you know flyers all the way flyers and lightning that's it those are my two teams that's it okay cool besides that so we get. he's like it's Blake man it's Blake another person who peaked in high school another person Um. so then so then he another there's one. a phone number on and he's like oh hey uh, that Amy Smart's on it's Amy Smart look Amy Smart is very attractive Amy Smart is very attractive I haven't seen a recent portrayal of Amy Smart. I've only seen her in this movie and also in Scrubs. So I haven't seen anything I'm, more recent. I'm, I'm looking to see what else. But I think say. she's very beautiful. Because I don't know why. Very she's beautiful.
1: So far down the list on IMDb. Give me a moment.
0: Um, where are you? where
1: are you? So so he calls the phone. I'm so there. You
0: are. He calls the phone number that uh, Amy Smart has. And they're like, hey, you, you're having an appointment tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the 13th floor at this address. And I like his response. Who is this? You cannot read.
1: Real quick. Okay, I found it. Can I tell you what I know Amy Smart from?
0: And so me. then there's go like, you me. cannot go reschedule this. And I go, okay. So he goes to the building. And I love that on the thing, on the in the elevator, she goes, uh, press floors 1.0. And three to reach a great destination. So he presses one and three to go to level 13. And you see ding, ding, ding. And a big, like, g- bellowing gong just sounds. But, and there's no level 13. There's no floor 13. Now you can go on because we're going to get... This is where the movie gets fucking good. But go on.
1: So, real quick, Amy Smart, uh, Lynn in this movie, the elusive Lynn... Uh, You've also probably seen from Butterfly Effect. Yep. She was the girlfriend in in, uh, Butterfly Effect. She was the girlfriend in Just Friends. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is that movie with... uh, Ryan Reynolds. That that comedy with... uh, Yep. uh, Road Trip, as well as basically a bunch of 90s and early 2000s things. As far as I can tell, she hasn't really acted since... Well, actually... It looks like she's done a bunch of uh, uh, TV shows, like uh, Law and Orders. Uh, she's voice acted for a bunch of things recently. Anyway, moving on to the weird stuff in this movie. Let's go.
0: So we get to Christopher Lloyd's character, um, and this whole yes. interaction is—I wonder if they just—if Bob Gale was like, "All right, all right, Chris. So this is what you need to say. You can do whatever, however you want to say it." you have to say these lines yep that's all i care about um so we go through the process of like he's like um, i can't really say and he's like oh and he gives him a note and he goes how do you how did how, how did you know that and pops open and neil says it exactly at ten oh six, um and it's like a, it's our standard form i accept the job he writes it down and he's like and you seal it with blood and he's like what because I'm the devil! And I love it when the camera cuts back to me. Oh, the camera hello, too, cuts back to me, he's like, no. Not really. <laughs> um, And then, um, you know, he's like, he signs it in blood, and he's like, all right, you have two weeks in order to do this. You should do it. Um, uh, and then we have a scene beforehand at a, uh, I'm assuming, a Chinese restaurant. They don't really specify the cuisine, but it is uh, fortune cookies. So I'm assuming Chinese food. Um, that he's like oh hey uh, October 15th are you sure and I love that his, his girlfriend at the time sees it and she's like oh it does and then his friend I don't think it's his friend I think it's his girlfriend's girlfriend's boyfriend that he has to deal with we all have that friend that we have to deal with yes. we all have that friend yes. I love how he takes it and he's like it's, you got me it's blank licks it and puts it on his forehead I was like I know so many fucking people like that. I know so many mm-hmm. people. And then we I also get another can. litmus test about eating grapefruit and also Closest Encounters of Third Kind. I have a question for you, Butt Maestro. If the aliens came to pick you up in Closest Encounters of Third Kind, would you leave?
1: So I have. You've never seen *Close Encounters
0: of Third Kind? You I've seen son of a bitch. Of it. I've only you seen son of a
1: bitch. Of I'm much more familiar with John of Williams' score from this movie than I am with the actual movie. That being it said, is, it is the best I
0: movie directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: I, I, um, I, I would, I would, I would, you know, check in with my friends and be like, "Y'all want to come with me?" But
0: I, I, would, I, would, I would ask two go. questions. I would ask two questions. I would look and go, "Can I bring my dog Tesla?" My second question goes: Are you gonna eat me or my dog? That would be the only two questions I would ask. And I love. You wouldn't. And, and play I love how Patricia's sure like, "What about me?" I was like, "You can ask him to go if you want." Like that's not stopping you. I just want to go with my doggo, and she's like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Well, I'm gonna ask him if I go." I was like, "Great, then we'll go together." <laughs> um. So then, uh, I love this AAA thing. He's like, he's like, I've told you time and time again, there is no Interstate sixty.
2: Like,
0: this guy's like, I fucking we all we've all had that customer. Where we're like, I fucking told you six fucking times already. We don't sell beans that are dry in a bag. We don't sell it,
1: ma'am. I tell it, ma'am. I tell you every Tuesday night. I've told you every. I'm oh, not Tuesday night. I've told you every Monday night. For the last I don't know how many months. We close at nine o'clock every night. <laughs> every night. Um
0: every single night. 9 so then he's like he goes up and he's like uh, so he's like, alright, well I guess I'll just take the the road less travel to go to Interstate 60. And he meets OW Grant on the side mm-hmm. of the road. And he is like, Oh what? hey, it's your birthday, here you go. And he's like, What? He's like, You asked for an answer. And we get the the very I don't know if it's a deus ex machina, I don't know if it will qualify as one, but we get the elusive magic eight ball that gives correct answers. That is what he wished for, answers. Um, and, we get to, uh, like the point for, he's like, oh yeah, you take a right up at the stop sign. Goes through this very ominous fog into this tunnel. Um and shows, Secret. and shows up oh. on Interstate sixty. Uh, and goes west like he's supposed to, and I love how he, I love how the, their conversation is really great. How he's like, wait, how are we on a how are we on a on an interstate that does, isn't on a map but leads to towns that inherently aren't on a map? And I love Gary Oldman is like, oh, well, what about this? This this list six possibilities in a matter of like. 10 seconds flat and then I like how Neil's like what is it? I gave you 6 pick like make your choice and I was like okay well this is the afterlife why can't I just go into oncoming traffic? Then do it! But when that semi comes to hit us by the way um, if this is the afterlife and you sealed it in blood uh, doesn't that make him the devil? And he's like oh shit! And he corrects it and I love the horns like the horn's like, are... uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, they have a nice conversation about how um, uh, Gary Oldman's character, One Wish, uh, I'm sorry, O.W. Grant, which we find out that uh, O.W. O. stands for One Wish, uh, is that he had his penis. It also stands for a bunch of other He had parents. his penis torn off in a, a accident when he was eight or nine years old. Uh, yep. and I love that, the curiosity of it, that, uh, James Marsden's character is like, I love how Geralds like, you want to see it? <laughs> James Marsden's like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then all of us swerves to like, uh, yep. Yep. uh, uh yeah incorrect. and then you know he's uh he goes hey you know it's a lot it's a lot better life not thinking about sex all the time and i love that neil's like catches it's like how would you know how would yeah. you know and i love him.
1: and and he's absolutely right like it it's a statement that seems right on face value and not a lot of people would even think to be like wait how would you know yeah.
0: and that's why that's why gary on the Saturday's like uh he's like you know You'd be, you'd be surprised how many people, like you said, take it on face value. Uh, and, like, just... This whole...
1: That's why this movie is so good, because of all the little philosophical yeah. nuggets that it throws at uh,
0: And then we get a, a great cameo by Jean Grey herself. The promiscuous woman that can never say no.
1: Hold on, that's not Famkin uh, Jensen. Are you sure
0: that's her. Isn't that Jean Grey?
1: Give me a sec. I don't know her name. Uh, A, Rat. How? Rave Girl. No. Rave Guard. Uh. uh, uh keep,
0: keep talking. I will. So try I love. To I love me. how he's like, uh, yeah, the little girl. Uh, a girl that can't say no. Well, what number would I be in that book if we have sex? Oh, number two thousand one hundred and sixty-two. What the fuck? How old are you? How many people have you slept with? Okay. He says no. Uh, And so then I left Uh, That is not, that is not Famke Jensen.
1: I, I can see why you think that. It is not Famke Jensen. That is Krista Lias, who I don't believe is really in anything else. I haven't seen Aww. her in See, I thought it was perfect
0: because it's Jean Grey and Cyclops. And Cyclops denies that. Uh, no, this have to is back. not Sam with consensus. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. It's not like that ruined the whole movie for me for so many years.
1: It's still yeah. a great scene. And then
0: Gary Oldman's character, he's like, he, <laughs> I like how, I like how she's like, okay, well, you want to help, you want to help, and he's like, I got a little trouble getting it up, and O.W. Grant, <laughs> James Marston's character starts laughing in the front seat. And then she's like, "Ah, ah!" And the letter she gets it, it's a mind fuck! And it wasn't the good one! And it's like, he's at the car, drives off. Uh, and then, uh, we go down, and we see, uh, we, we it's nighttime, and we see this lady, and she goes, I need to go to Banton! I need to go to Banton! My son's in Banton! And I love how Gary Owen's like, well, I'm out! I'm gonna go! And I love how, established <laughs> beforehand with uh, with Chris Floyd that there's a killer on the loose. Um, and I love that Gary Oldman like picks it up and goes, is this important? And I love how Neil's like, oh shit, I completely forgot about this killer. Oh shit. Um, yep. And so, they go to Banton um, and to find out that drug is, uh, there's a drug called euphoria there that curbs all sex drives but is completely legal and the legal age of Banton is 13. It's and 13. we also get a great cameo by the legendary Kurt Russell and an even greater cameo that my hairstyle matches Kurt Russell's hairstyle. We both have a ponytail. We both have a ponytail. And, uh, then, you know, basically, the he's... Kurt also gives the option to the woman. He's like, look, your son doesn't want to go with you. We can't force him. He's a legal age. You can do one of three options. You can either take you for yourself, forget about everything, or move home. And I love how she turns to Neil. This guy she just met, like, less than an hour ago. I'm sorry. I'm sneezing. I'm sneezing. Thank you.
1: You're all good. But yeah, no, you're right. It's weird that she turns to him, like, You're really smart. Help me make this critical life you decision.
0: Met me 45 He's minutes like, ago. Yeah, no.
1: What the fuck?
0: That's not how any of this works. And I, 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 I proposed this question to Patron because when I was watching it, she was asleep on the couch and she woke up and she's like, Why does he have a ponytail? And I was like, That's the same hairstyle I have. Thank you. Thank you.
1: It's just a little bit jarring after having just watched Sky High oh, see, okay. to see Stronghold with a ponytail like this. It's it's okay. jarring. But if anything, it shows off how fucking amazing an actor Kurt Patron, was.
0: what would you do? And she goes, oh, I would, uh, she goes, I would just move, I would move to, back to the the town. I was like, that's what I would do if I wanted to see my little boy. And that's what Neil's like. Neil's like, I would do this. And the lady's just like, well, fuck this. He doesn't want to see me. I'm going to take you for it. And I was like, was that even a fucking... The what? Seems completely out of yeah. left field. Completely out of left.
1: Yeah. the. Not necessarily out of left field. It, it kind of makes sense. Well, she just wants to oh. be with her son, and the only way to really do that, because he is permanently hooked on this super drug, is to take yeah. the super drug that the son is legally... Ta- like, every place in this town and, is, every place along this road and is so then is some kind of trap that is... And so then, uh, he's he apparently we'll come to find out
0: that down there's down a $300 finder's fee, uh, since he increased oh, their labor pool. That part of town he get gets a free part. night in a hotel?! I guess they never specify. Um, but he doesn't. He he doesn't take the three hundred dollars. He leaves it. He's like, I'm not taking it because I'm not, you know, taking that technically blood money. Something like that. Um, well, no, he, he so and he heads and no. he goes and he's like, yeah, and he's like, oh man, almost out of gas. I'm halfway down Interstate sixty, and we get to meet Chris Cooper's character, which is a great character that I love. And reminds me a lot of my father in a, if I only met my father once, not the bad emotional scarring part of my father. It's a little bit too deep, but it's fun. Um, and basically he's like, mean what you say, say what you mean and mean what you say. Like, he basically talks about, yeah. he listens to, you know, radio, okay. AM for some reason, specifically AM. Apparently AM is like FM on Interstate sixty. Yeah. <laughs> and talks about. Uh... Yeah, and he's like, uh eh, they're a bunch of liars." But it uh, has I hate all these liars. commercials. And, he's and then I like how he's like, "Only the, the chairman these commercials."
1: That are uh,
0: very misleading. Which did you like the musical choice? Would you? I'm assuming Glados. And puts
1: on Sinatra. Absolutely, I love that. And you know who else really loved the musical choice? GLaDOS. Hundred percent. She absolutely loved the inclusion of, of Frank Sinatra in here. Like, she uh, and was then we get nice... on the fence with whether she liked I'm or sorry, loved what? this movie. And then Chris Cooper played Sinatra, and she was like, "Yep, I love this movie.
0: It's good, great." Good. Uh, uh, so Five then uh, we get to the we get this. Uh, thesis a, a statement, which Madison, is an actual like, thesis fine, statement so of the frontier. Soon. I did look it up. But and yeah, it is actually correct that um, all the crazy people ended up in California. Which is a great thing. And then they go into this other thesis statement about how, well, what about if, um, what about space? What about this? What about that? And mm-hmm. it's like, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Like, he every every time Neil like said something, Chris Cooper will come back and go, it's that's television. That's shrugs. Like, what you are saying is good. Like, he died in 1932 before he could see his thesis, you know, come to life. Which is a really good thesis, and you should read it. Yeah. Um, I highly suggest it. Um, and so then they stopped to get gas. Uh, and do you love the structure of this relationship about how basically Neil works for him, and every hour he gets $10 and he pays the mileage? I fucking love this goddamn fucking system. I, I don't know about you, but I fucking love this system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we get to the gas station, and I like oh, how great. this bum is sitting outside. And he's like, "Hey, man." It's, and Chris Cooper walks out, and he's got a little it's plastic very bag. On and our we system. okay. All I gotta say is I've been to a lot of gas stations. How fucking fresh would that goddamn apple, to be at a fucking gas station? Was that a Honeycrisp? Was that a Fuji? Was that a Gala? <laughs> right.
1: I, I don't think so, I've ever seen so the food takes a gas station ever. Yeah.
0: So, so ever. he goes, we'll work for food. I, he's like, okay, here's Apple's gas food, gas station, and you can ever. clean my friend's windshield. And he's like, I'm not cleaning you. But well, that doesn't absolutely. say we'll work for food. Ma- limited menu. It says, we'll work for food. Apple, clean the windshield. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and he's like, and, th- it and then it comes it to the insane. realization that Chris Cooper's food, like, you just want says, a handout so we'll you can buy food. food. You're being just, put food. food. You're just put that, food. that on there. I would have gave You're you a a that. For work. And so then, <laughs> no, before that, the bum takes the, takes the apple and fucking chucks it at the windshield, and he's like, and well, you took my shirt. food, so now you have to work. And then that's oh. when he opens his shirt and loads a stick of, there's a stick of dynamite oh, yeah. around it. Which, by the way, the trigger on that one? Um, many amounts of stick.
1: Uh, a, a stick? A stick? One stick of dynamite, Admiral? There's, he has a whole vest full of dynamite. This thing is.
0: is Which, by the way, that, tr- that fucking trigger of 10 seconds? What the fuck? If you like miss? You kill
1: Holy shit!
0: <laughs> oh, I missed it. Damn over, it. Yeah. Like, if you press the wrong button.
1: Which is why, when, yeah. when we finally get after this scene, when we get the big reveal of. The real motivations behind this character—if everything makes sense—and then and the next yeah. and then uh, and, and then kind of and like you said,
0: he he goes, "Oh my god, goes, this are part you of thinking the about quitting, so Mister Oliver?" Well, and he's right. like, uh, "Think about it, yes." So smoothly doing it, no. And I like, he's like, "I like your honesty, I like your honesty." And then uh, he talks about, like you said, about how he smoked cigarettes and about how you know. He got cancer about it. And he's got six months to live. So he decides to do everything he can. Yeah. To...
1: He also mentions the reason why he loves picking apart advertisements that falsely advertise. He loves picking apart liars and calling out people who who blatantly lie to people and false advertise to people because that was his business he was uh, he was essentially the protagonist from thank you for smoking and uh a kid died from the cigarettes that he sold in these advertising campaigns that made it look like uh smoking was healthy for you which hit me really close to home because that's the reason I I'm never sorry. met my grandfather. Is because he smoked in a time where everyone thought smoking was healthy for you. So that that hit... No, 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 it's all good. It's, uh, this was a very cathartic scene for me because it was very much someone who was part of that industry trying to do what he can to make reparations. Trying to do what he can to make amends yep. for all vigilante, but with a bomb. His lives by
0: making um, sure that essentially so in, a kind of in that perspective, Batman way, but less violent. Um, so he's of uh, he's yeah he's cha- he's chaos, he's chaos. It's, he yeah. Kind so of he's sorry, chaotic, like, neutral,
1: depending on the uh, depending on the incarnation of Bane you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But but he's also he's also
0: control he's also, okay. um, and so then yeah. basically they get to Rembrandt and I would say he's uh, an awful... which by the way I love that no. the town is called yeah it's chaotic neutral um and he's so they get to the town neutral. and he's like here's a tip um and call here's my here's my business card call me whenever you if you ever want to work for me again uh and, yeah. and then goes to the um, museum contains... of art fraud uh and we get to meet a. She, I think she is this. She's from a couple of yep. older movies. Yes. Bless you. She's she's from a couple of older movies. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> oh,
1: excuse me. Yes. Okay. So I'm looking at Anne Margaret and Jane Moffat. and I believe Anne Margaret <coughs> is Mrs. Yes. James, uh, and that is. Yeah. What else is she in? Made in Paris. Bye, bye, oh. Birdie. Carnal knowledge. Wow. Grumpy old men.
0: Good for her. Yeah,
1: she's in a bunch of older stuff, and I believe.
0: So, so she basically one, goes actually. and is like, "Look, um, are you the yeah, person that the is. Uh, that the um, Talon agency sent over? They said they were fi- They said they weren't. But come so on, yeah, let's go. Um, so she takes this. She takes Neil, and she's like, "Look, um, I need you to specify that you painted all these." do whatever you want to do it and I'll pay you $100. And he's just like, "All right, cool." So, he, you know, so he goes and th- these are cuz all the artworks that they have are all real. Like like all the ones that are in the Louvre, that are in, you know, other places are copies done by her husband, which at the end of the scene we found out her husband is Gary Oldman's character, O.W. Grant. <clears throat> um and I love, I love the, I love the snotty yes. art people are just like, oh, 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 how did you do it? Oh, I knocked them all out in about a week. Oh, I can totally yeah. tell. Blah blah blah, this. Blah blah blah, art snobs. And I just like how she's like, well, the reason my uh, my husband came up with this idea is because he wanted the original art to be owned by people who cared about, who who like art, not people who all oh, don't like art and just want to be snobs about it. And this is a really good scene in in the town of rembrandt which is even better pun um and right
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i just love that every little i know we talked about earlier how this movie feels like uh little webisodes you know, little episodes all strung together by the same general theme. And the same general theme here is just enjoying life by being true to who you are. By being honest to yourself. And by being honest to everyone around you. And that honesty, that being true to yourself, will help you enjoy life to the fullest. And we get uh, that in little And then we get to the part where I think James the movie Morrison kind of drags. Throughout this movie, the lawyer town! the the... Uh, art fraud museum.
0: Exactly. I would totally agree with you that, but I think it dragged. Which, by the way, the first time I watched this movie, when that cop... When that it motorcycle cop comes into in... It the fucking one. shit out of me! Because it c- comes out of fucking nowhere.
1: Oh, same. He comes out of nowhere, and... Uh, I mean, I, I don't... hmm, I'm trying to think of a delicate way to put this. The Admiral and I are both white people. We don't necessarily have the same reason to inherently oh, yeah. fear, fear so. police officers the way some of our friends might. That being um, said, I personally still, even as a white person, terrified of cops. I, in general, do not trust them. Uh, the, the few times I've been pulled over... Uh, is some of the most nervous I've ever been uh, and I have played instruments for crowds so then, of hundreds of people and being pulled over by a so cop then, is the most uh, nervous I've ever been <laughs> that he goes and he so, finds out
0: that he's being he's being served to paper this, by yeah, this cop you're absolutely because right this scared the shit out of me too he ran over this person's cat and blah blah blah, blah. so he goes in he dr- he walks in and apparently you can get sued by doing anything without a permit Uh, and so then, yeah. His lawyer. This um, is a town full which of I lawyers, don't know. and the way is. they make
1: their money is by all suing each other for everything. Uh,
0: so she she very she very much reminds me of his his uh, his girlfriend, I uh, guess. Deborah Odell, probably. Valerie uh, McCabe. Uh, but just her character alone is just kind of weird. Uh, basically, she's like, "Look, uh, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. I'm, okay, I'm, cool." Look, and so then he gets put in jail because he tries to flee um, and then he sees Lynn. Uh, and it's really nice, a nice kind of like shot scene where she's in she's in the, she's in the jail across the way. he's in the jail across the way and it's pouring down raining. and like I was like, I'm gonna get you out And she's like, what? <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna get you out and like does a little bird And I thought that was really nice that reminds me of that reminds me of me and uh, silent but deadly's conversations most of the times oh 1000% so
1: even though I can't see you, I know you were doing the hand gesture. It's thing. available on Prime. Uh, listeners, We are, are not getting paid by Prime. I'm very confused. We're not getting why paid. why you were reiterating yeah. that. As, uh, y'all, go watch uh, this movie. And
0: so, so then uh, he goes uh, out and he's like, all right, it. I'm going to call just my go watch the movie. Like, this is a... I'm going to call Chris Cooper's No, character. not a sponsor. Not and a sponsor. he's like, I want you to ask him this question. I want you to ask him, does he realize that this is a whole farce and a joke? And it's all made to me to look yep. bad. It's a complete joke. And he's like, I can't ask that. It's out of material. <laughs> and so then, yeah. And he's like, he's like, ask it or I'll fire you. And she's like, fuck. So he asked the question. And I love how they're like sustained. It's, a, it's
1: immaterial. Yeah. Uh,
0: next question. And he's like, it. and he's like, no, 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 no. Hold the phone. Repeat what you just said. And then Chris Cooper's just like, all right. And Bookset goes, all right, let's go. Judge, finger up the nose. (laughs) And I love basically the decree as, look, we understand that this is a fucking jacked up law and we're not going to sue anybody anymore because we care about people. And I think I want to move here. And I love that. I love that the judge put his finger back up. He's like, yes, sir. (laughs) And then we get to meet Len. Um, who, her, it, uh, she's a bit much, I would say that. She's a bit much. Uh, exactly. Which at first is a little Uh, little so different. she comes up and she has this, like, Jersey accent, um, kind of thing where but she's, she's, also a, she's like, hey, bitch! Character. She's talking to the, to the, to the person, to the, the person that holds, um, which I just inevitably think of Frank Oz's character from Blues Brothers. That just gives them their stuff back. Yeah. Uh, and so she's like, hey, bitch! Give me my shit! And, he, and I like how she's he's like, oh, God. And She's like, is that some some problem with the way I talk? No. I mean, y- you know what? Yes. A horrible person. And I like how she's like, it was a test. And you pass. No one has ever... Done that to me. They're all like, Oh yes, Lynn, you sound amazing. You sound beautiful, blah 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 this. Um and this is a really nice scene. Exactly. It's a really nice scene and just really nice and like I guess a breath of fresh air to because most she's cinematic. Also relationships. For someone to be because it actually feels here. realistic. It actually feels like they have chemistry. I know, I know, uh, and so then, so, so then he's like, "Oh, well, I gotta go." I know you can go talk to, about this uh, movie to, literally to for hours. And she's like, "I should, I was told to recording. open this letter. We we gotta if, if somebody said here. they were, going we're to I don't know if it's meant for me or you. And then he stays up all night after making sweet love to his new girlfriend, which apparently he doesn't. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a new relationship with his old girlfriend anymore. Uh, assuming he breaks up with her. We don't know. We never see her again. Ever. What we assume? <laughs> um Uh which when I first watched this movie I thought she was the lawyer, so I didn't know what I it was like they look very similar characters. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's so then uh, he heads over to Danver and father, comes and finds out there's a killer on the loose uh, with long. a red BMW with white paint. That was interesting to me. And I love how the cop's like, "Hold up!" And I like how he swipes and he's like, "Get on out of here, son. Go on back. Why not just go to Danver? You were already on your way there, and you turned around. And he's telling you to go back to Danver. Just finish what you have to do. Just, just finish. Just finish." But he doesn't. He gets curious, and he goes and. I love how the Jeep comes up and he's like, Beavers suck, Jeeps rule!" And he loves how he takes like a, I guess a, a paint-filled water balloon, and just sh- like put, like shoves it on top of the back of the truck. And now he's like, "Oh shit, I'm the killer!" Oh shit, I'm the killer! And he's like, "Oh, where should I go? What should I do?" Oh wait! And he just drops his car into the, into the, um, uh, basically a car, a caravine or a, car- a, car- a car- a kvass? And it doesn't blow up. It just kinda it just kinda just does it kinda just Yeah. And uh yeah, and a, then we get another kvass, scene uh, you know, about how side. he's watching, you know, the, he hurt, on off like, the side of a cliff crash into a couple cop cars and it explodes. Which is very realistic. <laughs> and then he comes to find out that it could have been an alternate version of him because he went crazy and murdered his old man back in St. Louis.
1: Yes. That was a really cool twist for me. The idea of there's a. Uh, earlier in the movie, O.W. mentioned that Interstate 60 is the convergence of all the different what ifs. It's the convergence of all these parallel universes of possibility. And so, this parallel universe version of himself, where he went mad and killed his dad, which, having rewatched the movie now, you can. Totally yeah. see the moment earlier in the movie where he was yeah. definitely considered uh, for his Oh, own. and
0: we didn't talk about uh, Deep Stomach's uh, cameo again. We didn't. Uh, the the Deep Stomach scene with uh, O.W. Grant about how he eats all the cheeseburgers, and people are all like, "Oh, oh, you there can't eat go. that much cheeseburgers. Blow up with this. And he's like, he bets on the wrong horse. He bets the right horse, and the guy's like, "Now you want all that money? Give it back." And then he's like, "Um, what? All right. Um, I need to
1: pause for and a so second because I think we just had some technical difficulty. So we're not going to It's gonna a do really any good movie if, because uh, then we I'll find out that uh, that he when he goes
0: time. to the uh, oh, you, you the ace. It? Okay, cool. Uh, so we get to I think it's the Ace in the Hole Club. Go. Yes. Uh, and so, so it's run by Christopher Lloyd, yes. Yes. whose cousin is O.W. Grant, and inside of the package was yep. the new monkey's pipe, the monkey's jaw. Uh, <laughs> It's not broken. Yes. And then he gets knocked unconscious yes, again, monkey's jaw. puts back into the hospital. So then, is it all a dream? Was it all a dream? They never specify if it was. Come to find out that his artwork that he put up uh that he did when it was in one night his one fantastic night stand with Len was put up and Len's tip. there to be like, yeah. Hey, um look, um I do this. Um I uh, I think that we should, you know, work together and do so if I can get your number or uh or anything, um yeah, and then I love how Gary Roman's character is like, oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice for them? Hey, is, And he turns to her, uh, turns to Neil's sister, isn't it your birthday coming up soon? And she just kind of looks mm-hmm. at him like, the fuck? The fuck? Uh, and then that's the end of the movie. <laughs> now, yes, there are some what scenes that are kind of drag. But... Oh, my God.
1: And there are a few scenes that are a bit dated by modern standards, but they yes. still stand up very well on their own. Uh, and uh, and so we have a rating
0: system movie. here on Center Gems. <laughs> Full Jim, an amazing movie. Half Jim, an alright movie. No Jim, a horror movie. Is GLaDOS rematerializing as we speak?
1: Uh, no, but I'm gonna go ahead and okay. end, because she's I give it a full gem as well. GLaDOS oh. would give this a whole gem, hundred percent. Okay. She might come back next week and uh, give us her version of the gem because she likes to do play on words. But what yeah, do you give it, sure. Hundred percent. Gladys would give this a whole gem. Uh, a oh God, smoking with the puns, Frida. This
0: guy with the puns, jaw, Frida. Pipe, with the puns Frida. I like how she's I like how she's looking at me. Dad, that was pretty bad. It's like, That's not it even like a first work. attempt.
1: It's not even my best work.
0: I'm going to come over and get some pets, Dad. Um,
2: it, but it look, was. this movie best is really out.
0: interesting. The reason it's oh, a little good. bit long is because this movie deserves to get the praise that it is a very underrated movie. Nine times out of ten, when I mention this movie to people, they're like, the fuck? When did that movie come out? I was like, 2002? They're like, What? What? Serious? It is an interesting movie that is available on Prime that I should really, really, really strongly suggest going and get it. It's maybe an hour and 48 minutes. It's under two hours. It's a really good movie. Really good. Movie.
1: Uh, I, yeah, this is, I highly recommend this movie. Uh, if you all if you all want to check it out, it's on Amazon yeah. Prime. We'll let or you if you know the TV Admiral, TV. or I personally just it, talk to us. Um, we will all find right, guys. a way for you to watch uh, so, this wonderful movie. Uh,
0: thank you, Marty, the Eric Deserver, for letting us use your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Music. That website is lowerampictures.com dot com. And also, guys, there is a international uh, podcast I was on called uh, Cappuccino at Six uh, that I was on. And then also another one that I reviewed with Marty yeah. about coming to America, the sequel to the movie Coming to America. Um,
1: the sequel, yes. I listened to. what you think of the uh, cappuccino, at, that of you your cappuccino to? at six? I have not yet listened mm-hmm. to uh, your episode with the Marty. I think you were wonderful. I think you were fantastic. I think mm-hmm. the host of Cappuccino at Six was also fantastic. Um, uh, great little show. Yeah, so I believe they're on, on Spotify out, out, and Captain he also 96. put it up on they're YouTube. I great. think
0: you have the YouTube uh, website link. Yes. Um, I had a really I fun will, time doing that. I will, that. I will tweet that um, later. It was nice and interesting. Uh, but, guys, uh, we are available to be reached by uh, CinemaJams15 at Gmail. That's 1 5. Um, and also, uh, we have the Twitter of Cinema Gems, which is Cinema Gems underscore pod. And then the Instagram is Cinema Gems pod. And then you can reach me at HollandSciFi on Twitter and Instagram. And you can reach the very illustrious My Show on...
1: Uh, the robear 2010 and the robearmmx mmx on instagram and as always i want to thank our amazing uh friends and family swapper jacks friends and supporters and cinemaniacs for all your amazing encouragement and support of this show uh possibly in the not too distant future we will uh come up with ways for you to reach more us. tangibly support the show we'll get there when we get there but just giving y'all a kind of heads up uh but until then you can give us all kinds of a constructive criticism, and uh, suggestions, comments, concerns, recipes, the usual things yeah. on uh, Guys, and Cinema we're James here for at you at to listen com. to. You. We
0: want to. We want you to be here. We want you to, We want to be in your ear holes for you to listen on your drive while you're doing your shopping, while you're wearing your mask properly, doing other things about town. We want to be.
1: We're also here to give you a weekly reminder to be and kind also to wear yourself, be kind to others, and that Black Lives wear always a mask Matter properly. I know I'm saying that a little bit early in the outro, but I feel like given everything that's going on in the last week, I feel like that is worth saying multiple times. Black Lives. Um, well, guys, that's really all we got. Uh, we're matter. gonna
0: go ahead and get on out of here. But next week is our very <laughs> annually, our annually. Uh, I, th- I believe it'll be your second Oscar. No, it'll be your third. No, it's a... yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be my third. So my, be third third because my first be Oscar Two the years ago. Was... A little over two years ago. Oh my ago. God. It'll be your third Oscar angle. <laughs> and we're going to pick it like usual, completely at random. Not all of us have seen the movies. We're just going to go bam. So that's going to be a rather quick episode. That's why this episode's a little longer. But guys, that's all we got to talk about. So wipe your hooves and see you later. And also, Black Lives always matter, guys. Bye.
1: Love y'all. Be safe. Be kind to yourselves. See you next time.